So here we are, live. Starting it up. Season one. It's just begun. So we're here. We're gonna do the top five. Uh I think probably doing it like this probably be the easiest. Okay, yeah, I thought it might be easier for the voice or easier to talk and everything if it's just sitting there. But actually it's all music. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's is yeah, that that'll probably work. Yeah, there we go. So, season one, episode one, it's just begun. I started up. Smoke sessions. We here. Smoke dog. <laughs> we got got a two joint episode today. Right, right, right. We are gonna be uh, talking about top five black sitcoms. Oof, love me some black TV. That's because, you know, they ain't got no Asian TV. <laughs> they don't have Asian sitcoms. Like, unless you're, like, looking at, like, I guess if you was actually in Japan, Korea. Right, right, you know, right. Like but most China, of this shit be, like, fucking dramatic soap opera type shit. At least the shit that I be seeing. Yeah, I've seen a lot of like drama shit and i've seen a lot of like crazy like weird shit like, oh yeah yeah there's always like weird shit in there but um so black sitcoms i'm not black not at all but my co-host today is yes sir and so we're gonna be talking about the top five favorite black sitcoms uh no particular order uh you don't like to choose yeah, favorites. Yeah, they're, they're all great. We, we don't, I don't like to choose favorites. Cause number one, there's always one thing, you know, one more thing you can think of that makes another one better than the other. So it, to me, it's one of those things. It's so hard to, to choose just one. So we'll just say all of them are fucking great. So let's get into it. We got the... Uh, we sparking the first one. Right and it up. I know this was all on your list. It's on my list as well. We can talk about it right off the top. Cosby Show. Oh, I know it's man. problematic with who he is or whatever, but that show... Let me say this. Bill Cosby went to jail. They let him out. I still fuck with the Cosby Show. I still fuck with Bill. And... You know, whatever happened in the past, I wasn't there, so I can't speak on it. And, you know, the thing that I, I see is, like, yes, he even if he did those things, whether or not it doesn't take away what he still did. Correct. As a person. What he did, not only with his TV shows, but what he did for black people, the black community, black people in general. Because he's given plenty of money to scholarships to black universities, um, given opportunities to plenty of black people in media. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the whole lynch mob against him, you know, it happened. They did Michael the same way. You know, they did Michael Vick the same way. Anytime, you know, a brother, you know, get, get a little tall, they like to bring him back down. So. It's it's understandable what happened, but you know, like I said, he's a free man now. So, did they ever do that to Jordan? Um, well, that kept him from buying his own basketball team. 
Ah, Michael Jordan, the greatest NBA player, and they can't they won't even let him buy his own team. Come on now. Come on, guys. I rolled that one a little tight. It may just be because the end piece, I don't know. But so Cosby show. I watched that shit so much growing up. Like, I can't tell you how many times I just turned it on and been like, oh, you know, I'm just going to sit here and watch Cosby show. It was, you know, it was a funny show. It was it was uh, really like the first time you ever see like a wholesome black family on TV or anything like a lot of the stuff before that, you know, I didn't, you know, it wasn't uh, like. Like, that was the first time that it was um, mother and father and, you know. Well, the- it, during the time when it came out, during the 80s and early 90s, yeah, there was not very much positive black representation in the media. And, yeah, the Cosby show showed a, not just a black couple who are stereotypically black, you know, poor or living in the ghetto or, you know, struggling to get by, but an actual wealthy doctor, you know, an actual educated and talented wife. Like these were successful black people running a successful family, raising successful children. So that was definitely a huge, huge thing to see on TV that was inspirational, especially for a young black male such as myself. Yeah, it even had, uh, like, a lot of people started on that show that branched out and, you know, did other things, like, later on and stuff. Cockroach. Cockroach. Uh, Fucking, uh, (laughs) Raven even started on that shit. Yep, Raven Simone. And it had the the spinoff, Different World. Yeah, A Different World. That was another good show. Yeah, I remember the dude with the flip-up glasses. I always thought that shit was cool. (laughs) Yeah, no. I oh wear that God. shit nowadays. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you could. I don't know if you got the right swag. You might be able to pull it off. I don't think I could pull it off though. Oh, what the fuck? This nigga really can't see. Yo, I used <laughs> to think that super bifocals. I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Whenever that dude had the flip up glasses like that, I, was I like, mean, Yo. it was very '90s. It was definitely a style that you know really epitomized the '90s, where everything was just kind of weird and wacky but people enjoyed it you know people like oh okay that's not what you would typically classify as normal that's kind of off the wall so i like it i guess uh since we started talking about a different sitcom and stuff from that um we can go ahead and move on to the next one you want to well, do before the next we one? do that one i do want to say something else about the Cosby show it's Cosby Show was a show that you learned from. So for me, the Cosby Show taught actual life lessons that were worthwhile and actually had an impact on me growing up as an individual. So I think its cultural relevance cannot be understated, especially coming from the black point of view. Yeah. I mean, hey. And and you, but you have that 
you know, being able to look at it from that black perspective. I don't, I don't have that. I have more of like, I, I don't know. I was always kind of like on that jaded shit. Like, why ain't there no Asian folks on TV? Because yeah. I was like, yo, even at the end of the movie, we don't even get to kiss the girl. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> Jet Li, he, he, she was like, oh, let me put your, my arm around you, dog. That's Thanks it. a lot. Yeah, thank you. Like, that's it. I was like. I'm going to go fuck with this nigga over here. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, no, nothing. I was, oh, man. I was like, it's Romeo supposed like, bro, what the hell? Yeah, I will say Asians still haven't really been able to break through in American television. And that fresh off the boat don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except for, of course, stereotypes. We're gonna name it after a racial slur. Yeah. Like, Fucking a, for real. And everybody's and gonna laugh and laugh and laugh. Yeah, I never watched that show, not even once. Nobody did. It was I was a terrible like, I'm show. Not, I'm not giving them. <laughs> I'm not gonna give them the even my my approval of even checking this out or anything. Like right. you get no rating like, from I don't want yeah, like I'm, I don't even want you to show up as a rating on on the on the, the numbers for the show that I even turned the channel here. Yeah, I was like I can't I can't endorse this in any way. Like yeah. But what I can endorse is living single. Oh living single <laughs> Friends before Friends. Friends. The original Friends. Exactly. The 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 show that Friends exists because of. Yeah, like that that was the original one. Like exactly. if you look if you watched Do Friends. Do your history. Do your and research. Then, and then you look at Living Single. Like Living Single did it first. They did it they did it the best to and me. They did it the best. Uh just the and then you saw the dynamics of not just, oh, this is all people from the hood. It was like, yo, this is a dude that is a blue-collar dude living mm-hmm. with this white-collar intellectual, you know, knows-what-he's-doing kind of thing. Right, right. And then on the other side, you have the the women, you know, running the magazine and Right. The quirky girl, the serious one, and then uh, you know, they all had their different qualities, and they were all like a successful group of once up again and black exactly. people, just successful entrepreneurial black people who aren't just regular stereotypical black people. Like you know, they were actually showing characters who were qualified individuals. You know, they were very good at what they did as far as their business as characters. And I think that that show, which way better than Friends, I think that that show kind of epitomized the young black American at the top. Because it was a 90s show. Yeah, but a lot of the shows back then in the 90s they had a an essence or an air to them that it was just like it is of the time but it's something that you can still go back and watch right and right. still be like oh it 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 takes you back to that time where you're just like oh you know nobody everybody wasn't living off of their phone everybody was you know in a 
how do we meet people face to face? Because yeah. everything now is a digital, you know, how do I, you know. I, I definitely get that. There's a lot more human emotion and communication in those older shows that show showcase the life that's <laughs> nowadays far gone. Um, and yeah, that being able to, to rewatch an episode and, and feel that, that emotion of times when, you know, everything wasn't about the latest breaking news or, you know, who's, who's doing what or who's got how many likes and who's got how many followers. It was just about real life and real people connecting with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. That it's not on my list, but it, I guess it would be an honorable mention to me because it's, it's there, you know, it's, it's a great show. There's no other show like that. They had taken, they took that show and then made the white version of friends like I don't know everything about that show. It was it was a great show, um, but the next one on my list was uh, the Bernie Mac show. Bernie Mac show. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my God. Rest in peace, Mister Bernie. Yeah. Mac. He was awesome stand up comic, but uh, that show, man, it always had me laughing. Bernie like, Mac reminds me of every black parent. Of all the the kids that I grew up with, so like he epitomized the black parent of the '90s. <laughs> like, oh, uh, everybody growing up, they they mama or they daddy was very much just the same way he was. Baby girl, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like yo, I love that show. Like, just the even the I like the plot of you know he was bringing in his sister's kids. And his house, like, oh, you know, she she messed up. So mm-hmm. we got our kids. We gonna take care of our kids. Yep, the family dynamic, which yeah. is always strong, a strong theme in black shows. Because for black people, you know, it's it's what helps what helps us to navigate this uh, this treacherous land we call America. Yeah, I love Bernie Mac. Yeah, Bernie Mac show was good because it was funny, but it was super realistic. Like, it was very relatable. The characters were very relatable. Like, it didn't seem like some fantasy type of family, like some made-up kind of, oh, these people wouldn't really act like that. It seemed more, you know, more down to earth more legitimate as far as the the topics that they tackled and the way that you know the the dynamic of the family and how they interacted on the show yeah and i like the fact that he didn't play like oh is bernie mac playing kyle or it was bernie mac playing bernie mac so he just acted like himself he didn't really just like like it didn't seem like he was like oh this isn't how i this isn't how i would normally act it was more of in line of, oh, you know, this is how I would regularly be and stuff like that, you know. It's also, like, is that the first show that was doing that, like, where they write shit on the screen? Um, I don't know. Could be. Yeah, because it's, it's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head that had that. Yeah, off the um, top of my head, I can't really. 
Mac or nothing that did it as you know regularly as that show did. Yeah, yeah, they did every episode like tons of times. Yeah, yeah, because they had that one time when the kid came to the birthday party all sick. Patient Zero. Oh, yeah, <laughs> got yeah, that yeah. dirty, dirty <laughs> disease on that cake, and it spread around. Spread that, yeah. And Bernie Mac got sick. Yeah, it, it very well. I could have been some first in that show. I wouldn't doubt it. Bernie Mac was definitely a uh, trailblazer. Um, he definitely was a a leader of of his time and 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 his craft yeah one of the kings of comedy yeah, right exactly yeah yeah bernie mac show is good um but next on my list would be what did i say so far i said cosby, said cosby and living single. single um i know the next one on your list no because i'm saving that one for last so ha huh, and you don't know which one it is of the two Next, we're going to talk about Sanford and Son, though. I knew it. That's what I was going to say. What do you want, you big dummy? I knew it. See? Sanford and Son. I love Sanford and Son because he reminds me of my grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) He was just uh, shit-talking. I know, you know, everything, and you can't tell me nothing type of guy, and I'm good on that one. I'll wait for the next one. And, um... Yeah, it was. It's a hilarious show. The uh, the talent is, of course, all star. Um, it was a, a good glimpse into an older time in Black history. Um, you know, it's not so far back where it's just nothing but constant racism and battles for equality but it's you know at a time where you know there's still well I like how they had like other races on that show like yeah, they had yeah, the Puerto yeah. Rican Puerto guy, Rican they guy they they come over and shit you I mean know? he was stereotypical as shit <laughs> but uh yeah he was he was cool as shit um yeah they had white people on the show Puerto Rican guy on the show um black people so it it was, yeah, it was a show that was about normal, everyday life for black people, but it wasn't just focused on, you know, oh, the struggle of being black in America. Yeah. Even though that was an underlying, you know, running theme of in the show, but it wasn't so overbearing to where the show became too dramatic or too slow or anything like that. Well, wasn't it just more of jokes like, watch out for the white people, almost kind of thing. It wasn't <laughs> like a... It wasn't like a fuck white people. It was just like, you know, yeah, don't it, isolate that shit. Oh my god. like, <laughs> But like, it wasn't something that like was like that. It was just like, yo, be careful. <laughs> white people over there, like, yeah, I remember one episode, they were supposed to be moving a piano for this rich white guy, and uh, Lamont and uh, his dad, Sanford, they go up there, and they're getting ready to move, and the only thing that 
Sanford could think about was that the guy was white and rich and probably gay. And that's the only thing that was on his mind. But Lamont, only thing on his mind was we got to do the job and, and get this piano moved, you know, so we can get paid type shit. So, yeah, so there was that. We understand the times and what's real in life, but, you know, we're not going to drown you in it to where this becomes, you know, something that's that's not fun, something that's not, you know, entertaining. Yeah. Something that becomes, you know, more serious or something like that. But, I mean, there was so much shit that came from that show that was, like, ingrained into, like, black culture. Because I can't remember how many times I've heard people talking about Oh, what do you want, you big dummy? <laughs> or talking about Sham Pipple. <laughs> you know, like, it was just, like, things that, like, came from that show. Like, it just, like, ingrained itself into the culture, like, so well. Like, because it was just, that was something that was, like... Yeah, I would say it was... It was actually, like, oh, this is... A true form <clears throat> of, of what, you know, black life yeah. and black identity was at the at the time you know yeah. during the, the 60s and 70s i think the show came out in the 70s uh yeah um so yeah i think because yeah it was so real and authentic for it to you know be so ingrained in the culture that you could still see its roots you know years and years later Explains why it's on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the greatest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand it's that. fucking good shit. So, the next one on my list, though, is Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. Oh, who oh, loves man. orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. I do, I do, I do. If you are a fucking kid <laughs> and you aren't you know, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. Like, what the fuck were you doing in the 90s? I want to fucking know. Because, like, <laughs> between those two stations, you fucking, as a kid, you picked one and you were all about it. And I was fucking Nick fan and fucking Kenan and Kel and all that. And everything they did. Good Burger too. You heard they're working on yes, Good Burger Yes, I too. heard they were doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Because I haven't seen... Okay, because Keenan is on SNL. Right. Um, But I've never thought that he was the funnier one out of the two. Oh, I okay. always liked Kel more because even in, like, in the show back in the day, like, you know, Keenan was like the scheming guy and that was cool, but like, Kel was like sporadic and like almost right, like he didn't right, know what right. was going on, you know, sometimes and stuff and just like spaced out I, there and stuff. I think if you look at just that show, yes, because of the the way the characters were set up, yeah, Keenan was the more serious. Yeah, it, it was in the show, you know, in that show. But even like when they was doing different skits in uh, all that. I like. Well, I thought it was pretty hilarious that, uh, and all that, especially uh, which one the 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 bathtub one where he's sitting oh, in the bathtub. Oh, yeah, like that was my shit. I love watching them. Both. Yo, I oh, did think man, that that shit. Yo, hilarious. I did think that that shit was pretty funny. But I liked a lot of the stuff that that Kel did because he was like. Repair, man, 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 man. I think uh, he was able to integrate his 
body with his comedy, which kind of gave it that extra layer. And his Ed from Good Burger is what spawned the movie. Because yeah. Keenan wasn't a part of that skit until the movie. Until the movie, yeah. Yeah, the the guy, the original, you know, Ed skit from uh, all that. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. And I think for them, at the age that they were at, like, all that, Keenan and Kel, that was some impressive shit. That was some... Impressive acting, some impressive comedy from, you know, what turned out to be pretty much all very talented, you know, stars in their own right. But I think, you know, Kenan and Kel really showcased young black men in a way that wasn't detrimental to young black men. You know, like, yeah, they got up to their shits and, you know, Kenan would be scheming sometime, but it was never, you know, anything where it made them look like negative stereotypes. And I I love the show for that. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't something where it was like, oh, they're just causing trouble. It was like, they, trouble happened and stuff, (laughs) but it wasn't necessarily... Oh, this was caused by. They went out seeking. Yeah, to cause yeah, this yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it's let me happened. let me start bullshit. It was more of just like, hey, we're scheming with a plan. We're gonna we gonna make it big, and then <laughs> right, right. Oh shit! It blew up in my face. <laughs> you know, and that that added to it. You know what I'm saying? Because even at the end of the show, you know, Keenan be like, oh. I need a rubber chicken, <laughs> a raccoon. Yeah, he on to the next three one. pounds of bacon. <laughs> what are we gonna Kel, do with that? Meet me at the school, <laughs> and it's like, what? The, what? Yeah, like, hey, what we doing? <laughs> what we gonna do with that? <laughs> he already oh, walked out. Oh, here it goes. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, come on, you got Coolio doing your intro. Like, oh man, rest in peace to Coolio. That that's some... he's gone. You didn't hear that? No, bro. Just like a month ago. What? Yeah. How did he die? I don't know. Um, yeah, fucking yeah. Like I think it was last month. It's it's been a few weeks. Oh like, my yeah. god! Rest in peace, Coolio. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Man, he was so young though. Like it yeah. had to be something. Yeah, he was. I want to say he was like forty nine or some shit like that. Forty eight, forty nine, something like that. Um. But yeah, they they you know you automatically get props when you get Coolio to do your opening intro on a on a Nickelodeon show <laughs> on a Saturday night, fucking every fucking Saturday, like that's some big shit, big shit for black people. Um, my next, I got two more shows, right? Is that so? You said Cosby, Sanford and Son. And living single. Living single. So I got two and more shows. I've named out Cosby as well, <clears throat> Bernie Mac, and Keenan and Kel. And the last two on this list are exactly the fucking thing. <laughs> so the order is, is is what may be different. So really, maybe they might be the same. You, you think so? Ah. Uh, Probably not. <laughs> probably, probably. So you not. want me to call it, or you, or you want to call it, then? 
I'll let you call it. Martin. In what position? Second. Ooh. My second one. Ooh, that's a reverse for me. Oh. That's a reverse for me. So I'll go ahead and say what your number one is and my number two is the Fresh Prince. Yes. So that's uh that's interesting that you and Fresh Prince won Martin too. Why why would you say that? Uh there was some parts in Fresh Prince that really hit with right. me personally as a person, even though I wasn't black. Right. You know. Like when his dad did that shit to him. That episode, mm-hmm. everybody knows that episode. <laughs> right. Like, it was like, yo, that's how I feel about my dad. Like, that's how my dad is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's exactly him. You just ask yourself why he don't want me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then so, you know that yeah. there ain't no fucking answer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, things like that is is what really made uh made that really my, my number one was... uh. It it actually hit with me as a person, right? Um, where Martin was funny, but there was nothing that, like, I didn't see myself in any of the characters at any time. You know what I'm saying? Right. right where there was right. different situations that would happen, that I was like, oh, I see, that reflected even on me, even though I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not Will, you know. We have the same birthday. <laughs> really? Yeah, September 25th. Oh, wow. I yeah. never knew that. <laughs> I found that out because of the when he was doing that uh, bungee jumping out of, uh, oh, okay. out of the right, helicopter right, right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Dang, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I guess he's a problematic figure, too, since he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock and everything, I right? I mean, look. I don't, I don't, Each individual is their own. I don't know how he was feeling. I don't know how Chris Rock was feeling. I don't know how his wife was feeling. But hey, if I'm a man and somebody crack a joke about my wife and my wife say that shit don't sit right with her, I'm going to have to check it. Even if you're laughing at the joke yourself right there. Look, (laughs) if you going home with this chick and y'all sleeping in the same bed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you you better pick her side. You better take her side, or else, yeah, you sleeping on the couch, my nigga. <laughs> it's a big so, couch. I mean, it, 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 I'm sure it's a very comfortable couch. I'm sure, I'm sure they got guest bedrooms. Yeah, I'm sure he's you know he's all right, but yeah, I probably would have you know I probably I don't know if I would have reacted in the same way, but you know I would have had to take my wife's side as well. Yeah. And but see that's that's the thing I see is like I think that it was just like he went a little too far with it, you know. Yeah, like put, I putting can your hands on yeah. somebody is you know yeah, that's that, that's crossing a line that you know that opens you up to retaliation, you know, in, in yeah. any number of ways. So yeah, once once you put your hands on somebody, that is that is going a step that you can't come back from. So and I don't know if I would have reacted that far, but I get what he was doing. I but it. with that said, and after all that, I know this may be problematic to say, 
But I didn't lose any. I didn't lose any respect for him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was I'm still, still like, yeah, okay. He's still fucking in my yeah, top. Yeah, I was still like, like okay, top like three favorite actors. It happened, like, you know, I don't know. Move on, like. Right. He still made fucking a hell of a show. Have you seen the new one, the remake? The Fresh Prince remake. Yes. I couldn't. I couldn't ever. Cause I was like, oh, it's it's a drama show, it's not a comedy show. It, I don't want anything to taint the image that I had. So you never watched it at I, all. I didn't. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I checked it out because you know I wanted to see. Because but it, it wasn't. Like it, you wasn't said, called, it was such it wasn't a good called show. Fresh it's, Prince of Bel Air. It's just called Fresh Prince. You're right. Because 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 it is different. There are some very obvious different choices that they chose to make in the show, and you know it's understandable. And I will say this: I was interested in the show. I thought it was kind of, you know, a very good modern take on the show. And then they fucking went left with this fucking liberal bullshit. Everybody's got to be fucking part of the it crowd. And they turned Ashley into a lesbian. And I was like, why the fuck did she have to be a lesbian? Why she just couldn't be Ashley? You know, why she just couldn't be a regular fucking black girl, you know, young and coming up. And she they turned her in. And that shit made me stop watching the show. <laughs> yeah, like so I never got past like, the end of the first season. As far as I knew, though, like in the in you know in the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Ashley wasn't sexualized right. at all. Right. If anyone was like, I guess the sexy one would have been Hillary. That, exactly. So she's like, still in school in this one too. So why did they have to sexualize her if she's still in school? Like that, that could have been avoided. They have Hillary, who the chick who's playing her is fine as fuck, dude. Like they got a bad bitch to play Hillary. I will say that shit. <laughs> I don't know who she is, but she's fine as hell. But yeah, they could have, you know, did all that shit, you know, with her. Why'd you have to do it, Ashley? That kind of ruined the show for me. Cause like you. The original one holds such a special place to me that, you know, I don't really want to ruin it by, <laughs> you know, thinking about all this other dumb shit that they're doing with the franchise. But, you know, it's it's a good show. It's pretty much the Cosby show of the 90s. Um, but know, I also like I also like that, like, throughout the show like from beginning to end there is a start point and there is an end point like right from them being from will just moving in uh to him and carlton going to college and shit like that and then bouncing around like that for a second and then being in the pool house and shit like that yeah and then nikki came along the, and, the family actually grew along the yeah, years. Yeah, and there was actually, you know, stuff that would happen and stuff. Like, right, you know, right, like, right. there was a progression of time. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, and the way they ended it, you know, with the closure and the selling of the house and everything, like, they, they wrapped it up very nice. It was a well-written script, the show itself, you know, the whole idea of it. 
I think, you know, it was just executed perfectly, which is why it's a great fucking TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I have so many memories of being like, yo, that's exactly how I feel. Seen every episode you know? at least 50 oh times. Oh, my. At least 50 Every times. time. Like, I've seen that. I can't remember how many times. I can't remember how many times I've watched the so many episodes in the series. Right. Not necessarily in any order. Right. You know, but I've just watched them just Matter of fact, I endlessly. Got two I've watched the, the entire house. the entirety of the show. Mm-hmm. But then I've also just gone back and watched like episodes just because just because it's something yeah. easy to watch, something that's easy to get into and yeah. It's a Something that's that's entertaining. Yeah. But, in my opinion, I don't think it's as entertaining as my number one. Martin. Which is Martin. I have worn that TV show out. I can, word for word, <laughs> just about 95% of all the episodes. Um, Yo, we I would be working... Perfect. I think it's perfect. We would be working, remodeling a house, and Martin sitting there playing. Sitting on a ladder. Martin playing. Brandon Not watching. Yo, yo, you you working like a motherfucker. But Martin's still sitting there playing. Martin playing. Yeah. Worry out, bro. I should have known that that was your number one. Just because every time I'd be coming over, Martin would be on. If you just need something to throw on just for some background noise, throw on Martin. I got the whole series. Bro, when I say that show is one of the best shows ever, the comedy in that show, there's not very many shows that I can think of that can match the wit and the depth of the comedy from that show. Because they they were able to write situations that were comedic, but then the talent of the cast just took it that much further over the top. So, like, rest in peace to Tommy. Uh, I forgot his real Damn, name. he's dead too? Yeah, man. Oh, he's slipping. Yeah, he passed away. It's been a couple years it, now. I don't keep up with any news, man. Yeah, Tom, the guy like, who paid Tom uh, something pain. Um, yeah, he passed away a couple years ago. Dang, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I didn't. Dang, everybody's dying. Yeah, but. It's turned into a grim episode. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was great. Cole was absolutely insane. Pam reminds me of my auntie. Gina and Martin is like the ideal type of black couple that you aspire to. You know, like it's just everything about the show. I like the side characters. Brother man Man. on the fifth floor. Right, like the side, Bob. Bob from accounting, like, oh my god, that but, uh, shit. fucking uh, Dragonfly Jones, right? <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? Um, the the cop. Uh, damn it, what's his name? Oh shit, yeah. Oh, Otis. Ah, yeah. Oh, Otis. Otis. The cop. Yeah. <laughs> Otis the cop. Yeah, that. 
Yeah, man. Like his character, Nene. Like, yeah, his character. That one was. Yeah, that one was. Every time, Roscoe like knocking time. on the door with his snotty nose. Oh like. my god, that shit, dude! I was like, dude, that shit looks so gross up under that motherfucking nose, man. Hey, yeah, that fake snot they had. But yeah, the way that the characters meshed with each other so well and were comedically able to, you know, talk because you could see. In a lot of episodes of them, you know, oh, that shit's improvised. That shit, that's that's the line that came right off the top of his head. Or you can see some shit where, you know, they're talking and everybody's just trying their hardest not to laugh. And you see a lot of that in that show. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was fire. Man. Which means they were having fun, which, you know, plays through the show itself because the show itself is fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, <coughs> that's my number one, man. That's... Yeah. That was my number two pick, but it was just... And I mean, but like we said, it wasn't in any particular order. Right, it was, right, right, right. You know, just... They, are, they all have their merits, you know, of their own, and they all provide something, you know. And, you know, those are just our favorites. There's plenty of other black shows Oh, there's tons that we didn't that... <laughs> yeah. Eddie and Malcolm and Eddie. Malcolm God damn it. Yeah, yeah, Malcolm yeah. and Eddie. I was talking about that shit. You looked it up. Or you looked up the... What was that channel? Is the Black Throwback? Uh, the Black Throwback channel. And Pluto it was TV. Malcolm and Eddie playing right there. Whenever you, whenever you get uh, uh, advertisers of Pluto TV, tell them we gave them a shout out first episode. Black Throwbacks on Pluto TV. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Yo, and, uh... Moesha. Moesha, yeah. Was, uh, sister, sister. Steve Harvey uh, show. Steve Harvey show, yeah, man. It was lots of classics, man. A lot of good ones. Um, yeah. I mean, just because those are our favorite doesn't mean, you know, you you may have a completely different outlook on that. Right, right, right. You know? So, like, you know, you could love Brandy, so you love Moesha. <laughs> Has she made any music since back then? Uh, I saw her on a I saw her on a commercial for Brandy. <laughs> like she was advertising liquor. Like I was oh, like, yeah. Like I was like, oh, it's because your name Brandy. I mean, I don't really follow R and B. It's not really my thing as much anymore. So I don't know if she's made anything. I don't think she has. Yeah, I'm. You know, I don't really listen to that. I listen to, you know, way different stuff than that. So. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, as a as a black guy, you know, my the nineties R and B, you know, that, that shit that shit hit. <laughs> Ask anybody in the comments, they know. <laughs> that shit hit. But that was like R. Kelly and shit was going yeah. strong back then. Right, that was right, before right. he got caught peeing on bitches and everything. <laughs> he was and I mean, actually, no, nah, he was open with that shit and people didn't care. People did, because people didn't care. Cause he made, he made good fucking music. Yeah, she was like fourteen. And he was yeah, I was like, dude, like <laughs> he was already what? clearly a uh, a uh, liker of young women. So people still bought his music, and he sold and the fuck. Everybody out. knew though. Everybody <laughs> knew. Everybody knew. Oh yeah, R. Kelly fucking her. Right. 
And everybody, oh yeah, she young as shit, and R. Kelly fucking her, and nobody said shit though like that. It was just like, mm, keep the kids fuck out the business, man. That's just dangerous. <laughs> Music or television or movies, that's just dangerous. They prey on them kids. I mean, you know. I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't oh, go nah, look for that video. Like you said, everybody knew, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. You know, he, yeah, get, he, got, he got his time, though, so. But, yeah. So be it. But, yeah, the 90s was a fucking excellent time for a lot of sitcoms. and Black black, uh, black empowerment was, was high back then. Um. I think now we're seeing a lot more stereotypical black people shit in the media. Whereas, yeah, I feel like back in the 90s, it was, uh, I mean, of course, it's always been that shit in the media. But I felt like there was more opportunity for more positive black images in the media in the 90s. Is that why uh, you won't watch Black Panther? reason why I won't watch Black Panther is because when they make a Black Panther movie, they that they show Black Panther kicking Captain America's ass in Africa, then I'll watch that shit. Because that's the only Black Panther I know is the motherfucking one where Captain America tried to sneak into Wakanda and he whooped his ass and then he tried it again and he whooped his ass again and he tried a third time and he said, if you come back here again, I'll kill you. That's the motherfucking Black <laughs> Panther I want to see. And until I see that shit, no. <laughs> Captain America's gone now. What's the seat? Yeah, fuck the new, the new Captain America is uh, Falcon. He's a black dude. What? That cheesy-ass guy from the Winter Soldier movie? The, the black guy? Yeah, that played Falcon. Oh, man. Yeah, see, I don't... Yeah. That that's Captain America now. Alright. He got like like red, white, and blue like wings and suit and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really follow the superhero shit. I think uh like it can be dangerous, you know. I watch it, man. I find it entertaining. Well, <laughs> I don't know who No, that's fine. I get that. And I don't know who the quote originally is attributed to, but, you know, somebody made a remark before that it it can be dangerous when you have an entire nation of adults who are so wrapped up in the idea of superheroes, which is a concept that was created for little kids, which means that, you know, the population's mind is the mindset of a little kid. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I could see that then. Yeah. Yeah, so just because that's, that's not typically the guy that's going to be like, hey, I'm going to go out there and get my hands dirty. Right, right, and, right. And do stuff. I'm going to be the guy that's like, uh There's a bunch of people yeah. sitting around waiting for yeah. somebody else to come save the day rather than getting off their ass and doing what they need to. Yeah. To save our democracy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm bullshit. Oh, uh, um, but yeah, and and that that's by one of my things because if it was you know a superhero movie here, superhero movie there, that's one thing. But Jesus Christ, yeah, this is God. When they fucking put 
24 superhero movies out in two years, I was like, all right, guys, this is this is a bit much. Like, this is a bit overboard. And they're talking about they got movies lined up, for, you know, for the next 10 years and shit. Like, holy fuck. Like, all right, we get it. <laughs> we get it now. You, you can stop. How about you make something, you know, more original or, you know, something more relevant to what's actually going on in the world today. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess with all of that, I know we got off track at the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we can go back over the top five real quick. Right, right. Um, right. So it was... Uh, you give your list and I can give my list. Okay. Because my list, my top five, or yeah, my top five was... Um, Got me smoking. I don't forgot. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um, Martin, Sanford and Son, Living Single, and Cosby Show. Yeah, and I yeah. had Cosby too. Right. And then I had Bernie Mac. I actually had Sanford and Son on my list. Oh yeah. But I was like, ah, oh, Mike Zidato's like, ah, oh, <laughs> Bernie Mac, cause. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I can take it back to the old school, 227, amen, uh, you know, what's happening, <laughs> what's happening now, like... Uh, different strokes. Different strokes, yeah, it's a lot of... Nah. A lot of good shit. A lot of good shit. Yeah, so next time, uh, we'll have to come good up times. with another one. Good times, yeah, damn, man. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why we're I hate your, making lists, man. We like, your name good times. There's so many that I just thought about it. I was like, yo, neither of us fucking name good times. Cause like, like, how do you forget, forget that one? Well, because I guess because that one's a little bit older, and most of ours is from the 80s and 90s, which is our generation. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that was a good time. That was out in the 60s. So, you know, it was a little bit before. We still watched it, you know, because we we was taught about the old school, which the youngins, a lot of these youngins don't know about. Youngins, go learn about your old school. Yo, but it was like on TV. There was like the old school, like in Nick and Knight and shit like that. It would would play older stuff and you'd be like, oh, you know, there's, there's old stuff on. On, but like TV isn't the same as it used to be. That shit now be because with streaming you have to shit. you have to search that out. Right. You, you can't just. It's not just like oh, new episode of Martin's coming on at seven tonight. You know, right. and Fresh Prince is coming on at about like eight. You know, right? Yeah, it wasn't like uh, it was. It's a different thing with the streaming. You know. Yeah, like, here's all the episodes right here. Watch it until your mind goes dumb. <laughs> but um, my list, it was uh, the Cosby, Bernie Mac, Keenan and Kel, Fresh Prince, and Martin as well. So, I mean, that's a good list. I, yeah. I, I, I love all the shows on that list. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's cool doing the, the cast. Yeah, it was great. Great um, inaugural show. Hope the people like it. Hopefully um, uh, we continue to do a lot more. Yep. So this was a two joint episode. Oh yeah, yeah. We so. forgot to tell you about the second <laughs> joint, but uh, we smoked that one too, and we are sufficiently stoned. <laughs> so with that, like, comment, and subscribe. We out. Peace.